Hey everyone, and welcome to It's the Breakdown Podcast with D Malone. I am D Malone, and today the title of our lesson is Rejoice. And so earlier in the, the week, I had been talking about Rejoice, and this scripture is one that I was preparing everyone with, and it is one that is dear to me. It's one that I, I meditate on, and I've been really chewing on this scripture. Um, but before I read it, I want us to pray, and then I'll go into this scripture. So, Father God, we come to you as humble as we know how, giving you thanks and praises for all that you are, all that you've done. We thank you, Lord God, for the things that you are about to do, the things that we are about to walk into that have already been established in the kingdom of God, that have already been planned. Father, we thank you for this moment, and I ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Holy Spirit, speak through me. And speak for me and speak to me that every word that comes out of my mouth is a word that has been sent from you. Bless each and every person who is listening. Touch every heart, every mind, every set of ears that we are receptive to what it is that you have to say to us on today. Bless your holy and magnificent word. All these things we ask in your sweet name, Jesus, we do pray. Amen. So. We are going to look at Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 through 18, and it reads as such. If you can get it in your uh, Bibles, if you can open your Bibles to it, great. If not, I got you. So here goes. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word and the hearing. So this scripture right here, has blown me away and what I found so amazing is uh I had seen this scripture and it just came up and I was like whoa this is good right but then I'm going through I got prayer cards for my birthday from my best friend and I'm going through the prayer cards and on the day that I had maybe this, the next day that I was going through the prayer cards, the first one that popped up was this actual scripture. And I thought to myself, okay, Jesus, I heard you. And so I kept just chewing on it. And I, and I, I re- it resonated with me because so many times I have allowed circumstances to take my joy, to take my rejoicing away. And I'm pretty sure you have to. But here, Habakkuk, this amazing prophet, 
he says that even if the fig tree does not blossom and the fruit is not on the vines, the olive oil may fail. But the olives may not come, right? So you can't get the olive oil because the olives haven't come. But he's saying that even if the fields don't produce any type of food. So he's basically saying that if none of the things that I have been given to, to, to work, if none of the things that I've been assigned to or the things that I've been putting my hands to, if none of them work out, I am still going to have my joy. I'm still going to be glad. I am still going to rejoice. And again, that blew me away because there are times when I've focused only on the problem and I had to read this and go, oh, and even up until recently, I know that we are going through so many different things as this pandemic is still going we have a new variant and it is so easy to focus on the things that are not working or the things that are not going our way but Habakkuk is teaching us much like David did to not put all of our hopes into that thing, but to put our hopes in the God of our salvation, to rejoice in the God of our salvation, to be glad, to take delight in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to make our hearts gladden, to to just always allow ourselves to feel better than the situation looks. And there is a a meme, or I should say a quote that I've seen so many times when I got into that space of looking at the problem more than I was looking at the problem solver. And it says, forget about what it looks like. Remember what I told you, signed God. And so as I was chewing on this, this, just these two verses in this chapter, I felt so convicted, but at the same time, I was overjoyed because I felt like I had gotten a new set of instructions when this isn't new, but God is literally telling us It's okay. Whatever is not working out, you don't worry about that. I got you. So your Instagram page might not be doing what you wanted to do. Your business might not be excelling. I know a bunch of people who are so disappointed in their Black Friday sales. But God, I have a new line to support this podcast and there are some times where I'm like Lord what happened where'd the business go and I'm just gonna be honest and God says rejoice in me and I stopped to rejoice in the Lord to take delight in 
the Lord. Because see what happens with those type of situations is if we're so focused on those situations and we're ruminating about the negativity and we're just constantly letting that negative, sad song, pity party play. We miss the fact that God is actually working it all out. And because God is working it out, we're not focused on that. We don't see his hand moving. But when we take delight in him, when we rejoice in him, when we're glad in him, and we allow ourselves to have his joy fill us, we will begin to see that he's moving in our lives. Even if those things don't work out, God has a greater plan. And maybe that not working for a moment is a part of God's plan so that he could do something even greater. And you see what happens is a lot of times when certain things come, we want to handle it in our own might. We want to do it in our own strength. But God, God wants to show up and show out so mightily that the whole world sees who God is and how amazing he is. And so maybe God is trying to get our focus off of those things so that we keep our focus on him and then we'll see the mightiness of God. And the more we take delight in who he is and not just taking delight in what he does for us, we will keep that joy. That joy won't ever be able to be stolen from us. See, the enemy comes to steal our joy. But the world didn't give it, so the world can't take it away. And I liken this, this verse to how David, David in Psalm 37, 4, he tells us that he takes delight in the Lord. And that is exactly what we need to be doing on a consistent basis basis because God is good he's great and greatly to be praised the word says he inhabits right we hear all the time that he inhabits the praises of his people well he inhabits inhabits mean he lives he dwells he exists in the praises of his people and he wants us to delight ourselves also in the Lord. And he shall give us the desires of your heart. But if we're focused on the wrong things, we won't be able to see when the right things are happening. And in taking delight, just be glad. Simple. Be glad. Yeah, that's not working out. But keep your gladness. 
So that means if you got to sing a song to yourself, if you have to meditate on a scripture that brings you that joy or that stirs up that joy, because joy is already on the inside of us. Sometimes we need to stir it up, stir it up, bring it back into, into remembrance. Oh, I do have joy. And then keep that joy. So, you know, when we, when we keep our delight in him, the Bible says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. So we take delight. He takes delight. Everybody is glad. Everybody has joy. Now, does that mean that we will not have moments where sadness comes, especially if we, you know, get the wrong diagnosis or for most people, if they lose a loved one, if they, if they lose their job, there's a moment where you feel sad. But I want us to take delight. Why? Because again, God has a greater plan and he will never leave us nor forsake us and he tells us in Jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans I have for you so he knows exactly that we have a great future we got hope he's not going to leave us desolate torn down in the gutter that's not the type of father that he is. We have the Holy Spirit who is connected to us, who brings back to our remembrance things that we need. So if let's say you are not remembering a scripture that you need, ask the Holy Spirit to bring one to your remembrance. Even if you don't remember the whole entire thing, he will help you. And then just walk in that joy for the rest of the day. Have yourself a joyful day. Don't allow the circumstances of life to turn you into thorny ground. What does that mean? That means that when circumstances happen, the word of God gets choked out. And so we can't produce what we need to produce, which is good fruit, because we are disconnected. God wants us to stay connected to the vine. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. And so we want to be good soil that, that keeps the word of God no matter what happens. Habakkuk is expressing that he has good soil. He is good soil. The word of God sits in him. And it comes to the forefront of his mind. It's on the tip of his tongue and at the top of his heart. So that even though those things seem to not work out, he yet rejoices in the Lord. And he will joy in the God of his salvation. And I pray that we will take the same stance as Habakkuk the prophet. He says, no matter what it looks like, I will trust you, God. Though he slay me, 
yet will I trust him. I will stay with joy in my heart because it's that joy that produces that fruit that I need to see. So I pray that this has blessed you and that we will be able to apply it to our lives. How do we keep our joy? How do we not lose our joy? Put your focus back on Jesus and remember the things that he has done for you, things that he has done to you, through you. Remember that he loves you and that he has a great plan. Maybe those other things are not working out because we're trying to do it without him. Get back with him. Get an alignment. Repent whatever is necessary. But once you get back into alignment and just be glad in God, you'll see his hand moving. So let us pray. Father, we thank you that we can take delight in who you are. We thank you, Lord God, that you have given us joy, that you have given us the joy that no one can steal, that no matter what, when we take delight in you, when we are glad in you, we will see your goodness shine in our lives. And so we ask you, Lord God, to help us to constantly, consistently, persistently, and intentionally take delight in you. Help us to be glad in you, to always rejoice in you, O God. Help us to rejoice in you, O Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you've done and all that you're doing. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your forgiveness. We thank you, Lord God, that you love us so much that you allow us another day to be more like you and less like the world. And so as we go forth, Lord God, throughout the rest of our day and the rest of our weekend, I ask you, Lord God, that you cover each and every individual that is listening. I pray, Lord God, that this community grows as you would have it to. I pray, Lord God, that you comfort, protect, heal, provide for every single person. Lord, I thank you because you are so awesome and you never fail. All these things we ask in your sweet name, Jesus, we do pray. Amen. So please, by all means, if this lesson has blessed you, and if you know someone who needs to hear this word, help me, help us to grow this community. And remember, you're not doing it for me. You're doing it for the Lord. Let this breaker community grow so there are more people who have an understanding of the word through this podcast. The Bible says, get wisdom and in all thy getting, get understanding. And so I pray that you will help to grow this community, share this word with someone that you know, tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a family member 
post on your social media feeds, help us to grow so that more people are brought back to the Lord. Because that's what we're doing this for. We're doing this so that more souls are befriending Jesus. And if by chance you do not have a relationship with Jesus, you don't fully know him for yourself, I pray that you will with me pray this prayer. I believe within my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and he is my Savior who came to earth, who died on the cross and rose on the third day so that I might be free. And for whom he sets free is free indeed. If you prayed this prayer, you are now in the family of believers. Welcome. And anytime you feel you might be disconnected and you need to reconnect, you can find this prayer in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10. So again, I pray this has blessed you encouraged you, edified you, corrected you if need be. I pray it helped. So I know you might know what I'm going to say, but you might not, but I'm going to say it anyway. You go on and be blessed, but more importantly, be a blessing. Oh, and remember this, praise is our weapon. I love you. Until next time.